Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of old movie serial cliffhangers. You can find them on our website, comicweb.com, or just type Comic Web into iTunes and you should find them. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman! Kellogg's Pep. P-E-P, Pep. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal presents The Adventures of Superman. Today, Clark Kent, the Daily Planet, and the police department of Metropolis join forces determined to tackle the serious and dangerous problem of ridding the city of its dwindling racketeers. Hello there, gang. This is your pal, Dan McCullough. You know, there aren't many prizes or such exciting prizes that you can get as easy as those new comic buttons that now come in packages of Kellogg's Pet. Why, you don't have to spend a single penny of your allowance, and yet you can have the fun of collecting 18 new and different buttons. Each one with a true-to-life picture of one of your favorite comic strip characters like Brenda Starr or, or Flash Gordon or Superman himself. Why, it's no end of fun to add to your collection every time Mom opens a new package of pets. Fun to swap duplicates, too. And mighty exciting to wear all your buttons pinned on your jacket or your dresser cap so everyone can see how many you've collected. And did I say these new pet comic buttons are easy to get? Why, you don't even have to send in a box stop. All you do is to ask Mom to get you some Kellogg's Pet and look inside the package for your new comic button. Look out for some, some mighty good eating fun, too, at breakfast when Pep heads the menu. Pep is an appetite tickler from way back, loaded to the brim with a catchy sunshine flavor that sure hits the spot. Good for you, too. Sure, gives you energy vitamin B1 to help you through the morning's work or play. And your whole daily minimum need of sunshine vitamin D that helps build strong bones and teeth. Yes, sir, Mom's glad to get you P-E-P, the sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pep. Now, the adventures of Superman. Aroused by Jim Olsen and Beanie Martin's narrow escape from death when they attempted to trap some racketeer song publishers, editor Perry White promptly accepted Clark Kent's suggestion that the Daily Planet undertake a racket-busting campaign. Immediately following announcement of the campaign, Kent and White were invited to call on Police Inspector Henderson, who told them of a gigantic housing racket being practiced on returned G.I.s and their families, and then asked for the planet's cooperation in smashing the racket, although he warned that it might be dangerous. White and Kent promised full support, and as we continue now in his office at the Daily Planet, the gray-haired editor is issuing instructions to Kent, who, as we know, is Superman. Listen. Here's how we start, Kent. Have a four-column head on page one and then shoot the work. Now, wait. Chief, I want wait. a big story on this housing racket, and I want you to write it. Okay, okay. But before we go on, Chief, Tell I Tell the public I... how it works, what to look out for, and instruct them to contact the police or us at once if and when they're approached by racketeers. Well, but listen, Chief, uh, stop I... Stop interrupting. Put everything into your first story. Everything Inspector Henderson told us. But don't you we'll see... We'll run those dirty swindlers out of Metropolis. All right. Now, you get out of here and go to work. I want to see the crackerjack story in one hour. Well? Well, what are you waiting for? Didn't you hear me say I wanted the story in an hour? Sure, sure, I heard you. Then what are you sitting there like a like a like a like a lump for? Just waiting to make sure you run out of breath and can finish the sentence so I can get a word in. Why you? Now listen, you... Chief, but I haven't time to listen. 
I want your copy for our first edition. Oh, you do? This is a big story, Cannon. A big story. Don't you realize that? Just it, Chief. I'm afraid it might be too big a story. Too big? What are you talking about? You heard what Inspector Henderson said. He thinks there's a dangerous ring of criminals behind this real estate racket. Well? And he believes they're responsible for those two unsolved murders last week. All the more reason to go right to work on that gang and give them everything we have. Yes, but How long do you think they should get away with selling land they don't own? Well, they should. And taking the last dollar of savings from veterans who fought for their country as deposits on homes they have no intention of ever building. Naturally, they shouldn't get away with it. But do you realize, Chief, that if those racketeers, whoever they are, didn't hesitate to shoot a police detective, they certainly won't hesitate to attempt similar violence against you if we make ourselves a menace to them? Ah, puppy. Racketeers who cheat innocent people out of their money are cowards. That may the be, moment but... the spotlight of publicity is turned on them and their victims can see the glass in their phony diamonds, they're done for. Maybe true ordinarily. But the men behind this housing racket are not small-time thieves. They're in the big money, and they're not going to take it. Hey, any... look here, Kent. Have you got cold feet? I afraid? Oh, if you knew how funny that was. Then what is the matter with you? Starting this campaign was your idea in the first place. Granted. How I come did... that just as soon as we're on the trail of a big racket, you sound as if you want to back out? It isn't that at all. Just that I'm worried about you. I suggest we hold up the publicity on this thing until I've had a chance to break this particular racket on my own. On your own? Yes. Are you kidding? Not at all. Just give me a week at it alone, and I'll and promise... And you'll wind up in the city more. Nothing of the sort. Now, listen to me, Chief, please. Oh, stop it, Ken. Stop it, stop it. You talk like a child. Like a child? The whole police department hasn't been able to track down these racketeers. All right. And that's, a... that's why they asked us to help. Now you think you can handle it alone. I'm quite sure I can. What's more, you know from experience that I can. I'm running this paper, and I told you we're going to break those racketeers by blinding them with publicity. Have I heard now this go to before? your typewriter and write that story. And do it this minute. Okay, okay, Chief. But remember, I warned you. Copy. Copy, boy, on the double. Come on up, Mr. Kent. Oh, here you are, Beanie. Yes, sir. Rush this, Mr. Burroughs, please. It's the lead story for the noon edition. Off you don't, Mr. Kent. I'm on my way. You wanted to see me, Chief? Yes, yes. Inspector Henderson just called, Kent. Oh? He wanted to congratulate us on our page one story in the housing racket today. Uh-huh. He says that's the kind of publicity that'll put those swindlers out of business. Sure, Open sure. the public's eyes. Yes, sir. Publicity and more publicity. And that's what we're going to get them until the leeches are driven out of Metropolis. Well, I just hope nothing worse happens. No, there you go again, worrying about your own price of skin. I'm not worried about my skin. I'm worried about yours and Tim's and Lois's and everyone else on this newspaper. Well, confound it, Kent. You're turning into an old woman. I tell you, racketeers are cowards. They won't dare to get in touch with us. Now, wait a minute. I want to talk to you about the story we're going to run tomorrow. Okay. Very wise speaking. Are you the editor of the planet? I am. Who are you? Never mind who I am. Just get this. I want you to pull that so-called housing racket story out of your paper. What, what, what's that? What is it, Chief? You heard me pull that story out and fast. Or you get a chance to be sorry. Is that so? Look, who in places are you? I said never mind who I am. I'm just telling you what to do in a nice way. Giving you a chance to save your neck. The next time I won't tell you. Not so nicely, anyhow. Why, of all the... Now look here, you... you, you, you what is it? Quiet, quiet. Quiet. Uh, listen to me, you you insolent whoever you are. If you think you can scare me, you've got another thing coming. Nobody tells me what to put into the Daily Planet, nor what to take out, either. Okay, but I'm warning you, brother. You're warning me? Why, you, you tin horn coward, you haven't got the nerve to come into my office or even give me your name. Be smart, Mr. White. Don't ask for trouble. Better think over what I say. I have thought it over. And, well, now you listen to me. You, me you, you, you get away, Kent. Get away. Will you? Now listen, you, Mr. I'm doing no listening, White, except are you or are you not going to pull I am not. And what's more, tomorrow's story will make today's story read like a valentine. Laugh that off, Mr. Racketeer. If that story is out of the next edition, you're all through laughing for good. Think it over, brother. 
Hello. 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 Don't waste your breath. Hello. He hung up. Hello. You're right. He did. Well, how do you like that, Kent? That was one of the real estate racketeers, I'll bet. Of course it was. Well, imagine his having the nerve to order me. Order me, mind you, to pull that housing racket story out of the planet. Well, I was afraid something like this would happen, Chief. Well, there's nothing to be afraid of. He was just bluffing. I doubt it. I think he meant business. Now we're in for serious trouble, Chief. Serious trouble. Worried and justifiably so. Clark Kent frowns as he tries to figure the racketeer's next move. Trouble is definitely on the way for our friends. So stand by for the exciting climax of today's episode. You know, gang, one of the best things about this brand new series of comic buttons Kellogg's Pet is putting out is that you keep right on having fun. Yes, sir. That's why Pet put out this new series in the first place, because the other Pet comic buttons have been so popular with the gang, everybody wanted more. And collecting these exciting prizes is not something that you do in a minute and then forget. No, sir, you get loads of fun for weeks and weeks. First off, it's mighty exciting to see which button is inside when Mom opens a new package of pets. Maybe it'll be a Judy or Corky from Gasoline Alley, or Cindy, or Superman himself. Or maybe it'll be a duplicate so that you'll have the fun of scouting around to see which one of your pals has a different button to swap with you. Now, it's a cinch to collect all 18 different buttons in this brand new series. All you do is to ask Mom to get you some Kellogg's Pet and look inside the package for your new comic button. Remember, you can't buy them, and you don't send in either money or a box stop. They come as prizes, one in each package of Kellogg's Pet. And you're going to like Pep for another reason, too, because it tastes so keen. Why, Kellogg's Pep is so full up with catchy golden toasted flavor that, well, your appetite's going to sit up and take notice every single morning. Ask Mom for P-E-P, the sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pep. In a 10th floor apartment of a fashionable dwelling overlooking the park, one room has been furnished as a handsome modern office. There, seated at a desk, is a square-jawed, heavy-set man. His black hair lightly flecked with gray. His clothes are excellently tailored, and on the little finger of his right hand, he wears a ring with a huge, square-cut diamond. This man is Brock Nielsen, who looks grimly now at his companion, a thin young man named Brownie, with a cynical face, who reclines in a leather armchair, his hat half-tipped over his eyes, a spiral of smoke curling from the cigarette fixed in his lips. Brownie is speaking. Planet to pull that story out of his next edition, and he didn't do it. Now what are you going to do, Mr. Nielsen? What do you suppose I'm going to do? I don't know. Planet's a big newspaper, and it carries a lot of weight. So what? You think I'm going to let them ruin our business? Why, since that first story came out at noon, every one of our salesmen has called up sore as blazes. That kind of publicity will drive all the prospects away. You're telling me. But like I said, what are you going to do about it, if anything? I'm going to do plenty. That is, you are. Me? That's right. You see, White told me he intends to run a story tomorrow that'll be worse than today. Mm, he did? That's what he said. But you're going to fix it so he doesn't run any story about us tomorrow or about anything else either. That's a tall order, Mr. Nielsen. I uh, suppose you've got some idea of how it's to be done. It's simple, Brownie. If there's no Daily Planet and no Perry White either, there can't be any stories about us. Right? No Daily Planet. No Perry White. I don't get it, Mr. Nielsen. Oh, you're slow on the uptake today, Brownie. Could be. Make it easy for me. What's on your mind? A bomb. A bomb? That's right. Or two or three of them if necessary. Enough to blow the Daily Planet and Perry White to kingdom come. And I want it done tonight. Now, wait a minute, Mr. Nielsen. The Daily Planet and White aren't small potatoes like that cop and that veteran we had to take care of. You're asking me to dynamite a big I know exactly what I want. And I'm not asking you, Brownie. I'm telling you what to do. Get it? Well, 
Sure, but there aren't any buts. There's big money involved here, and neither the Daily Planet and Perry White nor anyone else is going to stop me. I told you what to do and when I want it done. Now get going. Shrugging his droopy shoulders, the thin young man called Brownie rises to his feet, stretches, nods to the hard-eyed man behind the desk, and saunters from the room to dynamite the Daily Planet. Clark Kent was right when he warned Editor Perry White to expect trouble. But now, how will Superman, unaware of the impending catastrophe, be able to avert it? Don't miss tomorrow's thrill-packed episode, fellows and girls. Tune in. Same time. Same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Superman is the copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Say, on a shivery morning when your first idea is to beat it down to breakfast quick, gang, that's crumbles weather. That's when you want a toasty kind of cereal with zip and go. That's when you think of toasty words like crisp, crunchy, crinkly. Crumbles, Kellogg's Crumbles, the only cereal in the whole wide world made in those little crinkly shreds of good whole wheat. Sort of sweet and mellow rich, and so good for you. Sure, Mom knows that. So when you think of something toasty on a cold morning, think of Crumbles, Kellogg's Crumbles. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.